0: Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 100, the 100. centennial episode, Jesse. We are broadcasting live with Live for Us from the Worldwide headquarters. our Worldwide headquarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. Jesse, it is true.
1: My, 100 episodes. 100
0: episodes. My wife even noticed this the other, she apparently was on our website or something and and said, Hey, what are you doing for episode one hundred? Something special. I'm like, well huge, put, huge celebration of p- it. Putting pressure on the old hundredth <laughs> episode there, Casey. But yes, this is episode one hundred. I believe we started in August of two thousand and seventeen, which is kind of wild that it's been uh three and over a half. three years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're in twenty twenty one now, so uh it's a lot better than twenty twenty was apparently, twenty twenty one. Uh there's still COVID. There's still COVID. <laughs> the worst COVID situation yet. There's like mutant COVID
1: strands taking over. Mm-hmm. They're telling us they're coming to the States or they're already here.
0: Yeah. And uh, we got
1: people storming our Capitol building.
0: I know. Acting rioting. Like, acting like it's the Bastille or something, man. it's uh, It was a, what a day yesterday. What a day. Seeing that and Manchester United lost in the League Cup semifinals, um, and I didn't even care because people were, uh, you know, invading the capital, so yeah. to speak. And uh, man, what a what a disturbing day it
1: was, and still is today.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm thankful that the the levers of government went back into play last night, and the vice president certified the the election, and things are are moving forward. But yeah, Jenny
1: and I this morning talked about. Uh, we And we spent some time with our kids, talking about what happened. Uh, our kids are still little, you know yeah, eleven, yeah, yeah. ten, eight, and three, talking about what happened and um praying for our country and our leaders uh and even for our particular small town community uh, and Then Jenny and I were talking about how um seeing the uh, seeing them come back in to the chamber and and keep going was Reassuring that, uh, you know, thugs taking over in a kind of seditious uh,
0: display of violence
1: isn't going to shut it down.
0: Yeah, certainly, you know, our kids are older. Uh, Kayla's feeling it, you know, cause she's been doing COVID college. It's not fun. And they haven't even heard for sure if they're going back next week, but I think they are cause they haven't heard otherwise. And, mm. and of course she's looking at all that stuff and thinking about the future because you know, she's got more of an adult mind of like, Hey, what's the world going to be what's like? It? Yeah. What's it going to be like? And uh yeah, it's uh disturbing. I it looked like one of the village people or something was breaking in with it. Yeah, with that the, dude
1: that uh you know they, what, they what figured he, out who he is. He's, what is he's that talking guy about doing? the guy that had the, um, yeah, the painted looked. face and the shirtless and the Yeah, he is, what uh, is that guy he's about? a he's like a QAnon uh shaman. Oh like uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, just laugh at that's, that's a, thing. a thing. <laughs> Uh out of Arizona. They they've they've identified him now. He's he's taken part in Antifa marches BLM marches and Trump marches seems as though he's
0: just likes chaos, just likes chaos. Oh, well, I'm sure the people that think everything was Antifa uh, will like, like that. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's sad to see the, the difficulties and, and you know, this is straining relationships between lots of people because of the, the nature of it. And, uh, yeah, uh, Trump got banned from Facebook. I Facebook saw that. and Twitter. Yeah, yeah, no, he's gone. A Facebook. Oh, apparently. he's gone. Apparently, gone. apparently Zuckerberg uh, put out something. I got a text from some guys when when before, and I, during our bathroom break that we had before our show. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, he's gone there, and I don't know if Twitter is permanent or not. But um, oh, I outed myself on the podcast long ago that that I was never Trump, and I certainly um, certainly. Confirms everything yeah. that, that I've thought for a long time. That
1: same here, yeah. and you know, one of the things about what we're seeing happening is that the 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 never Trump people who who ha, who warned, even like uh, John Piper, yeah, uh, he he wrote that thing just to, what a two months In ago October, about why he yeah. wasn't what, why he wasn't going to vote for Trump, and and really, I think what we're seeing now is uh, the wisdom that was displayed then of. Yeah. The character and the words of a leader
0: do matter. Yeah. And they do shape culture. That's right that's right and create confusion and chaos we're in the midst of a series on resistance jesse we're not done with that yet we're going to continue on in that a little bit more and talk yeah. about you know we're talking about what we resist you certainly we looked at the power and pleasure and the cultural moments uh the next one in that series that i think we'll do next time uh will be about resisting the chaos that's fomented through internet social media as well as weaponized technology i read a book uh About the weaponization of AI and and these new technologies, and how we got to be vigilant about. But by one of the former, Brad Smith, former legal counsel for Microsoft, he may still be with them, wrote a book, um, "Tools and Weapons," that I read this past year. And we're going to look at why we have to be careful. And part of that is just learning to withhold judgment based on what you see in social media or through internet connectivity. Because a lot of times people will put things in a certain context or out of context, or stuff with. Quite frankly, we simply know nothing about and so it's the worst kind of thing like Lou, Lou look at this look at this and I you know friends I've got some side signal chats you know because we're secure we don't want uh, the man spying on our chats but I got friends that have diff- very different political persuasions that will chat with each other and it's real easy for all of us to say hey look at this like we know yeah uh, and we don't know so we have to we have to be part of the resistance and in the chaos of our culture that's fomented through these technologies but that's a buzzkill Jesse this is episode <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm getting like I don't want to be depressed uh, today. I, it's episode I'm excited. Baby. We're episode 100. No, I had it over 3 years. One of in the hundred episodes. 100 yeah. hundred yeah. episodes is yeah. a lot. One of the things about podcasting, uh, is that you can't quit, right? You got to stay at it. And yeah. that, that's difficult. Um, that, you know, podcasts, a lot of them today, a lot of them come and go. Um, but we dared to start together, stay together and continue episode 100. I see hundreds more Lord willing in, in the future, uh, as we head over. But I figured today we could talk a little bit about, you know, fall of 2017, when we started this together um i had been living back in blacksburg a little over a year at the time and so uh we took a risk on a partnership After we said hey you want to pocket we did yeah. we did that when you were only here a year yeah man you took a man i like, took who is who is this guy <laughs> Blacksburg guy? yeah it was uh fun to hear kind of our joint interest and i and uh yeah. it's been a fun partnership and thank you for all of our listeners out there supporting us over the years not not financially supporting us but listening in yeah. and being uh, advocating for us and dropping your five-star reviews and your textual we love yeah. textual reviews like three sentences do that on itunes we receive that from you
1: yeah we you know just even in the last couple of weeks i've had multiple people send me notes send me text messages uh just with encouraging notes about the
0: about the podcast you know, it's been good and some of those i was copied on some of them i wasn't but the same thing for, for me man it's been uh It's a unique eclectic thing we do here on the Gospel Underground, but trying to live out faith in robust ways in the borderland between the church and culture, but man, that's blurry. Um, Certainly the events yesterday reminded me the importance of uh, relevance with faithfulness, this resistance posture, which we cannot get bored or captured by the world. We have to maintain our distinctiveness, our saltiness, our Christ-likeness, which matters, it's not just like, oh, he's a he's not a politician, so he gets to be like break every ethical rule in code in morality. That's not true, right? We have, we're followers of Jesus. That's where we flow, and we flow in various places, right, in context with people. But as we look back, um, two thousand seventeen, August, a lot has happened. Uh, in our own lives since then. So I figured we'd start by talking about any major life transitions that have happened or new people that came into the world, perhaps even since August, 2017, Jesse, what any, anything you have to, Yeah, man, we had a baby. <laughs> we had a baby in,
1: uh, what was it? December of 2017. And, uh, that has to be right. Isn't it? She's, she just turned three. Yeah. Our I, youngest. I think that. Yeah. And so that's a pretty big transition. We were not, thinking that we were going to have any more babies. <laughs> and so it was a surprise transition but one that has been incredible. Yeah. I mean, she's just uh she's the best. She's the she's she's great and uh has been just all life for us and so yeah huge transition for us she was
0: pointing out some clouds to me on your front porch a couple of week or so ago was she, was she oh yeah when, the, when the, you, uh, um, uh, what did you call them cotton she candy? calls them
1: cotton can- candy clouds when there's a sunset yeah. yeah yeah she's incredible um and you know at this so we weren't planning we weren't planning her but um now i wish that we had more
0: yeah well, you know. hey. oh man it's too late <laughs> too late it's too late well man kids are kids are hard, parenting is hard, uh but it's an encouragement um to see them grow up in grace and that was a big transition for us, sending Kayla to college, but also my wife's had two major surgeries one in twenty eighteen and one Recently, a Week, few weeks ago, yeah, yeah. we're still uh, helping her move through her three month recovery coming up. And so, I guess I feel like I'm getting old. Um, and, well, you hit the you hit the um, and I passed 47.2 47.2, and then came back. You're, that's You're right. On the I'm, I'm on the comeback right now because what I'm, episode was I'm that 48? I don't remember. It was in one of our episodes, yeah. it was in like a, a side note in one okay. of the episodes that uh, uh, yeah, forty-seven point two—the the bottom of the happiness curve in our culture, where things get miserable for you, but after that, you get older and you re- enjoy the fruits of life and labor, and maybe become grandparents, stuff like that. So I'm getting old, um, but there's a rewardingness to that. I mean, obviously, uh, you you get more peers in your house, and you you know, in terms of. Um, kids that actually are very intelligent and can interact with you and spiritually encourage you. Our family devotions have changed and deepened to more of a peer feel. Even Tommy who's 14 now and taller than all of us. That's another transition. I mean, I got outgrowed by uh, by my son, Um, but he still can't handle the uh, power, you know? So, um, (laughs) but yeah, Tommy's Tommy's big man. And uh, you know, Kylene's now looking seriously at the college thing too. And uh, super fun to watch that all.
1: Yeah, another another big transition for me was uh, my role at the church. So at, at Valley Bible Church in Radford where uh Brett Johnson is our lead lead elder. What's up, Brett? Lead pastor. Shout out to Brett. Uh Brett and I have been best friends since we were seven years old. So <laughs> thirty three years now we've been we've been best friends and uh we planted the church together eleven years ago and um uh I you worked have, for free for the church. Firm? I worked for free for a very <laughs> long time for the church. You know, I was directing crew at Radford working on on staff with the campus ministry for quite a quite a while then uh started the Bonhoeffer House and uh transitioned fully, well not fully, but transitioned into directing the Bonhoeffer House in 2015. Uh but I still kept serving the church in different ways. I think in 2017 Lots of different ways. I was day. probably yeah. listed as our director of church planting. Yeah. Um, and so since then I've, I've stepped into a more permanent role, I hope of executive pastor with clear, I got a clear job description. A lot of that actually is thanks to Reed because Reed, you came on and served as a consultant for a year, uh, really coached us up, helped us set good systems in place and then got us into a place where, um, where we needed uh, where we recognize some of the needs that we had that that would fill in gaps and uh, and
0: and so that's been a good and, transition. And, for and me. some of the things you were already kind of you know serving in in terms of leadership, yeah. and then kind of uh, you and Brett being a good team uh, with your friendship, and that I was glad as a member of the church just to see uh, you know that become official because yeah. it was probably overdue in my opinion. And you're you're doing a great job. Appreciate our church. The, the, Jesse's also our shepherding elder, which means he's responsible for. Our lives and family, so he gets to ask me how I'm actually doing, and I appreciate that yeah. uh, as well. Well, Jesse, a lot of life changes, um, but we're going to hit a couple a couple little segments today. You know, one of the things intuit. about starting so right podcasting right is that there, uh, for there for is revision. some technological books, things involved, right? Books and texts and movies and, and things, uh, and mainly the tech side everything. of things, and so. I figured we'd take just a couple minutes today to talk about the process of podcasting. You can find this kind of stuff on the internet. We certainly did, uh, but some of you may not know that we're fully in-house on our podcast. So we do all the recording, the editing, the video now, with which gets tens of views on on our website. <laughs> the video there are literally um, dozens of yeah, you out hundreds there. though on our little clips that we put out on social media. Also, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you saying we.
1: Uh, I, I just show up, man. Yeah. let's be honest, I show up and i And I come prepared, but I'm not you know as a matter of fact, one of my major life transitions is with the Bonhoeffer house, we started a podcast, yeah, called Hamm- a Hammer and quill Hammer and quill yeah. uh, with Michael Worrell, my associate director, and I, and um like the second episode in i I sent Reed a long <laughs> note saying i didn't i didn't realize how much I didn't realize how much work you did. Thank you so much I've been so ungrateful for two and a half years just. <laughs> Like yeah, it'll get done. It just gets uploaded. Yeah, same, does day. It. <laughs> same day, same yeah. day. I'm sitting on like a three week old episode I haven't produced yet, but they're uh, good and they're coming out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's so it is. You you work hard in house. <laughs> all this equipment is gospel underground. It is all all the work is read. And well, so no one is better positioned to give this reviewish <laughs> than you.
0: Oh, I like using the word we. It's a good practice yeah. that yeah, I think. We yeah, do a lot of did, good work here, Reed. Doing it in team <laughs> sports and and I just I, I just I don't like leaders personally that take all the credit for other people's work too. So I always try to include stuff and and uh, you know, say we a lot. I had a, I had a friend in Jersey, he's like, You say we all the time. Do you just mean you're doing that? I was like sometimes, but like it's not just no one's ever alone.
1: I'm like the opposite yeah. when when people ask me about, about about this podcast, about the gospel underground. I say, yeah, I work really hard. I really that. crush it. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Thank you for that. I do a lot. Yeah. Of, no, I don't really. So,
0: so we are an in-house shop in the sense that we do all the writing, research, uh, publishing, recording, technology, as well as the you know final product with putting it on the RSS feeds for the nerds out there and getting the MP3s finalized with chapter pictures. If you watch on your phone, you'll see little pictures happen. All that kind of stuff. And so there's a learning curve with that. And we kind of, we, now you two, we've taught ourselves various things You've related to to audio technology over the years. And so uh, we wanted to talk a little bit. Maybe we'll do this in other subsequent reviewish as well. But we'll, we'll start with a few pieces of our puzzle. And today we want to start with microphones. Uh, because no matter what you if you're a sound engineer if the gear you're using to capture your voice and capture the sound waves bumping out into the air is crap your sound is crap and sound is a very important thing if you're doing video too it's very important to have good sound and so that starts with microphones. so we're going to give you our take on what we think are some of the good microphones out there and then Jesse's going to drop us uh, some fly-looking headphones that he's wearing right now he's going to tell us about as we go so for microphones uh, this has become more important too because today many of you are doing Zoom calls, maybe Google Meet, Microsoft Teams, those kinds of things, and sounding good, it's just important. It's looking good, um, so these microphone re- suggestions may be helpful to some of our friends there. Uh, the The worst microphone you can use is on your laptop. Don't use that. Set, if you don't, ha- if you want to improve on that, use a little, uh, uh, you know, earphone thing that yeah. you would use for calls. A little better. Uh, but when you get to around a hundred dollars, you can do some really good work. So the, uh, my first recommendation is the um, ATR twenty one hundred uh, USB microphone by um, I think this is by Audio Technica. Audio
1: Technica. That's right. This is what we
0: started with, isn't it? Yeah, we started with these microphones. Um, the important thing about this, it's very versatile. If you look at the bottom, you'll see that it's a USB, uh, port as well as an XLR port so you can use this on soundboards you can use this directly into iPhones computers with the right gear Uh, and they've replaced this one since uh, we started but it's fantastic you got to be right up on it Uh, and we still use these on the road we sometimes use these in studio when we have like all my kids on like when kids in coronavirus episode can't go wrong with these little microphones and you get them on Amazon less than a 100 hundred bucks now, recently, Jesse, um, this is a new microphone for our family. Yeah, I'm looking at that thing right now thinking, man, that, that looks pretty nice. Um our home computer didn't even have the ability to do zoom calls and we have a home computer set out in the in the in the uh, dining room so everybody can use it and so when when the kids are doing a lot of their they're doing all their classes now on uh, google meet google classroom uh, we wanted to do some sound for them this is a new mic from road uh, this is the Rode nt usb mini and so it has a little stand you know that we bought for it but this one is great because it can ca- capture multiple people together uh, you can use it for music and things this is a usb microphone though so this is going to go with your computer Uh, these kind of microphones will make your zoom calls a lot better and very very tiny you can even pop this thing off and take it in a bag kind of kind of deal so um i like that man I, i
1: haven't seen that before and i'm gonna have to look into that one
0: that that microphone just came out, I think in okay. 2020, and was okay. back ordered early on. A lot of stuff was back ordered during uh, during the early days of COVID pandemic. But that one came out, and I was trying to get it for Kayla to go to calls, but I, had, I got her another one that we like. Okay, I don't even remember the name of it, uh, but that one's for home. The next thing, if you are looking at podcasts and you're plugging stuff in with an XLR cable, which means external line return, uh, this is what professional musicians and microphones plug in with XLR connections. Uh, this mic came out probably a year and a half or so ago, called the Rode Pod Mic. It was came out at the same time as the Rodecaster Pro. That uh, when we do how we capture digital audio in another episode, we'll yeah. talk about the Rodecaster Pro. Um, but this is ninety nine dollars and it's fantastic in terms if you're starting out and you wanted a good XLL xlr mic this is great talk right into it great capsule heavy duty um and just sound is really robust it's got that deep kind of bass that you want uh, especially especially you got a little bit of bassy voice but 99 bucks road pod mic they were hard to get for a while but i think they're in stock now pretty much everywhere
1: now and Rode is a um that's an Australian company, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it or is an Australian. Under? Yeah, it's Australian. And the the funny thing is, if you look at any of their product videos, they have this real young Australian kind of guy who's got a sweet sounding accent. The a Pro, kind kind of doing this thing down under. So Road is great. We've enjoyed a lot of their a lot of their products. Now, Jesse, now we're going to go into the. Uh, <laughs> the sacred ground of uh, <laughs> higher end uh, microphones. Cause look, you do get what you pay for. And if you spend a little bit more uh, there is opportunities to sound pretty dang good uh, in the microphone world. Now That's the two, what- the two most popular ones, like if you watched, if you ever run into what probably the biggest podcast in the world, the Joe Rogan experience, um, you're going to see, uh, the sure SM seven B and I'm going to let you share a little bit about that because you have two of them in our church studio now.
1: That's right. Yeah. We use the SM seven B for our, um, our round table videos. We make as a we uh, Brett and I do this little video short 15 minute round table, uh, question like, and answer uh, question from the church. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and then we also use it over at the hammer and quill um s sm7b is a really high quality microphone it's going to have a very very crisp and clear uh vocal uh pickup on it and so um and then of course if you now now the downside of the sm7b is um it takes some power
0: the electrical gain of the system that's yeah. right yeah so
1: it takes some power the Rodecaster, which we'll we'll review on another one uh, it, it gives you enough of a, of a, uh, it sends enough power. It gives you enough, uh, to work with that. You don't have to have a, uh, what is it? A cloud lift cloud lifter. yeah You don't have to have something between. Uh, and so for us, it works great. I really like the vocals on it.
0: Um, you can use them in singing, uh, singing applications. As I wouldn't well. know that, but, yeah. it, but I assume you, but could. I've seen yeah. Neil do it at yeah. the church, oh, especially right. early on in COVID. He was using that in the in the singing thing you can't go wrong with the sure sm7b it's one of the popular higher-end microphones you can pick those up for about $399 uh, depending where those are used by professionals and studios that's right very very
1: very neutral so again if you this works especially well if you have like we've got neil uh buchanan who is our uh, media and worship director at valley bible church and is um, someone who you know, if you've got someone that can get in there and an engineer and and yeah. really set all of your levels, uh,
0: then it's it's really, really nice good, really versatile. Yep. Well, and the final mic is the one you guys, if you're watching the video, all tens of you, um, the Jesse and I are using now, which which is actually um, the elect the Electro Voice RE twenty microphone. <laughs> this is a mic that goes back, I believe, to the 1960s, uh, and is found in radio studios all over. If you're watching like uh, Jalen and Jacoby, kind of on ESPN, they're using Electrovoice. Electro Voice. I don't know if it's the RE twenty or the new the newer ones, but um, this mic has consistently been highly ranked for uh, voice. Applications It does great for talking around a mic, where but also has that kind of dynamic microphone where it doesn't pick up, like if my wife's slamming the car door out there, or this is kind of, a, we're in the shed quarters, which has kind of a high ceiling, which would be needing a lot of sound soak if it was just kind of a, a normal studio mic, but these dynamic microphones pick up great. Um, work well with my voice. I had a sound engineer guy named Chris Kipps. What's up, Chris, out in Texas, who recommended this mic to us um a couple years ago and we switched to it and it's been fantastic. I have one regret though about this microphone, oh. Jesse.
1: What's that? They now have it in black.
0: Oh, man. It, yeah. When, I, it looks nice. And this is, empty. I don't know what you call this color, doo-doo beige or something. Like, <laughs> 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 um, But uh, these yeah. are tanks. They titanium last, yeah, color. Titanium, yeah, titanium, battleship color. Um, but they haven't been black now, but uh, these have been great for us, and mm. we don't see changing, even though I'd love a black one. Um, these are going to go with us. And, and we use the, the other two that are in the background here when we have in-studio guests to kind of uh, make them sound pretty well. And now you, you have a little headphone recommendation. Well,
1: you know, I wanted to throw a bonus uh, review-ish for the, the headphones I'm wearing right now. Maybe we should... Well, I'm just going to do it. We can redo it. I, we can, you can include them when we do headphones as a whole. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but I really like these. And so w- I, when I saw... Are the they
0: view, the $600 Apple headphones? No, no. You thought they were, though. <laughs> they I got looked, them out. The little head I got them looked out. looked a and little you were like, right? Oh,
1: did you get the Apple ones?
0: <laughs> no, I did not. These are
1: Meze Noir 99 Meze is... Sounds like a
0: French name.
1: You know, I think they might be Romanian. Oh. I don't know. Um, I know that these, they, they had a classic. that It's a little gaudy, the classic ones. They yeah. have like brassy gold. Industrial looking. Th- these are, uh, they've got um, real walnut. So this is like a real wood, um, wow. you know, CNC milled uh, cup. And, uh, they're so comfortable. So here's the thing is, I don't know if I've got big ears or what it is, but there, there, there are, uh, most studio monitor type headphones. If I wear them for more than an hour, they're just to start to
0: hurt. And if you got an ear that looks like this. Yeah. And if you, you got an ear, that looks like already. you've been, uh, you've been wrestling <laughs> like a, a little dog
1: little. chewed on it. Um, <laughs> so these are super comfortable. Um, these I think are the best headphones that I've ever listened to for under $200. So these are right at $200. They're fantastic. Uh, you can buy them through mass drop, which now I think has just been changed to drop uh, dot .com. Okay. Uh we we'll, I got
0: Yeah, we'll show notes those yeah. for you guys cuz all of these things if you're looking to do improve the audio quality of recording things, videos, uh home zooms or even if you're you want to uh, be involved in podcasting, uh we'll link these things for you guys on episode 100. But I do think we'll do we'll do some headphones uh in the future and maybe we'll do the audio capture as well. That's a cool looking case Oh yeah, case and too. They, and they
1: come the, the packaging is tremendous. It comes with this nice little hard case. Uh, these are detachable, so you can actually take the, the 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 cord. You know, one of my one of the things that happens with uh, with nice headphones is there's kinks in the in yeah. the cord, and and this you're able to take it apart and coil it Pulling up. Real nice, really like. Them.
0: Well, awesome, 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 Jesse. Well, thank you guys for listening to that longish review-ish. Uh, but we do have fun with the technology side of it. It does kind of have a, a, a joy to it. But sometimes you're right. It feels like a grind when you're doing post-production editing, trying to crank these things out. Uh, but, Jesse, this is our inner Out theme song. Man, it's so... two, two theme songs
1: in uh, one Oh, episode. man, it's
0: happening Woo. today. Episode 100. Um what I figured we'd do as we close for the last 20 minutes or so, that we could just talk about some of our favorite memories or even our favorite episodes that we've kind of engaged together. We can go back and forth on this. We don't have to just yeah. go one, you, you know, all of ours at once. But um, it, this was hard for me because I know we were picking through, both of us looking through the catalog during lead up to this. And uh, one of the things that was hard for me is that uh, I, I enjoy doing this with you. I enjoy uh, the things we talk about because well, I pick what we talk about for the most part. Um, we, 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 we. we, <laughs> we um, and so it, it certainly was difficult to kind of get down to a few. And so I had some honorable mentions that all that that I'll hit. Mm. First one was a Christmas tradition because that's where I talked about writing Christmas letters to my kids and Tommy also reviewish Lego ninjago movie uh, so that was great in some of these you go, you'll see uh, we talk about intellectual things church culture things uh, we talk a lot about a lot of family things which obviously hits me uh, man up is there a crisis in young with young men we looked at kind of the how young men are falling behind in almost every academic and leadership category in our culture right mm. now um, and how we need to help young men um, believe and trust God trust and believe their ability And have some confidence because it's, my daughters tell me it's getting rough out there with the young man category. Uh, Child's Play, youth sports, the kind of crazy idolatry of our culture with youth sports, but also a world that we're very much involved with. I enjoyed that. Certainly men, marriage, fatherhood, some former hokey stars, Andre Davis, NFL guy, Willie Pyle, NFL guy, my doctor, uh, the Reverend Wright, Dr. Abraham Hardy. That was wonderful. And certainly the episode that kind of set. Our posture and position with discussions of systemic racism in our society—woke, too woke, or broke—where we looked at Doctor Eric Mason's book "Woke Church," because I do think um, there is a uh, an awareness that's needed. There is a certain thing that happens amongst particularly white people where they get down on everybody as not woke as them and become unhelpful. And then certainly the idea that, that uh, racism has never been a thing uh, or isn't a current thing that we have to continue to be vigilant about is uh, what we called broke. So those are some of my honorable mentions. Um, and then I'll have my top three that I'll share here in a moment. Uh, Jesse, what are some of the things that uh, some of some of the things that you enjoyed?
1: Man, so, so uh I went back and I looked at our catalog and I listened to a few, uh, re-listened to a few old ones. Uh, some of the ones that I would say are, are, maybe honorable mentions would be, um, also, man, I loved the men, marriage and fatherhood episode. Uh, so I wasn't here for that, but that was the one you mentioned already. Uh, thought
0: that was just one of my favorite episodes. Um, young men out there in the world kind of living and doing their families in a, in a strong way. It was really encouraged. That was a COVID episode where we had guys in on zoom from all over.
1: That's right. I think I follow all those guys now on Instagram and yeah. like to like watch the way that they, uh, really, how they, how they function as uh, husbands and dads, even though all I'm getting is, you know, curated pictures <laughs> on Instagram. It's still, I'm connecting the dots between, uh, yeah. between that episode. Yeah. Um also really, really liked the um the woke well, the woke two woke or broke was one of my highlight episodes as well. Uh you know, the ones where we've done um any of our holiday, the St. Patrick's Day one. Yeah, that was fun.
0: Halloween. We did Halloween. The Halloween, Halloween one, <laughs>
1: one, the um uh the Valentine's Day one. Yeah. Those have been highlights to me. As a matter of fact, um I think the Valentine's Day one I'll probably incorporate some of that into an episode we're doing on the Hammer and Quill. So yeah. that those those were really good for me as far as uh, honorable mentions. Man, well, I, and I, I look back. I've just this whole thing has just been a, such a great project having. Um, a wireless mic, Dr. Yes, Mike. Yes, we had a, in, a wireless
0: engineer who gets uh, called as expert witnesses in court cases, patent disputes by big companies around the world. That wow. was when I, I remember just
1: sitting and uh, like, like um, when you watch, uh, well, I don't know if you've ever watched tennis or something, you're in the middle and you're just back. <laughs> I was just watching Reed and Mike talk and I was like, I don't know
0: what they're talking about. Wireless mic. We need to have. Happy we need to have wireless mic back on. Come on back. Go, wireless come on mic. back. Wireless mic. Um, well, hey, let's get. I'm going to get into the top three. I'll do yeah. one. Throw one back to you. We'll go and kind of go back and forth. Um, my first in my top three was episode 33, our first, which has become a series actually now called Underground Saints, where we kind of honor people who live a faithful gospel lives without kind of the big spotlight notoriety. Maybe it's vocational. Maybe it's uh, in ways that uh, God sees intimately and immensely. Uh, you know, we see that there's no one, you know, the, the greatest in the kingdom is going to be the least. So sometimes when we hype up, you know, positions and power, we're, we're doing it wrong, so to speak. And episode episode thirty three I was privileged to interview one of my one of my I would say one of my best friends, uh, Brent Malcolm, about the occasion where I got to hear his father uh, preach basically preach yeah. his own funeral. His father had died, but he 'd given a sermon out of the book of Philippians on his, on our death benefits, what it means to die in the Lord. Mm. And I was so humbled. One, I wanted, man, I wish I would ask Brent's dad to mentor me uh, years ago. Uh, but Brent was kind enough to allow us to publish that uh, sermon and kind of give some comment on it. And I was just humbled because Craig Malcolm, hero, yeah. um, wonderful, wonderful, uh Reminder of the beautiful promises that we will live even though we die, and that the death benefits that we get from uh, Jesus Christ are are just unbelievably immense. And that promise is true. And now I know Brent misses his dad, and uh, he's raising two little boys, uh, Pearson and Theo, and uh, reminding them of who their grandfather was. And we'll have a reunion because of the death benefits and the promises of God in in eternity. So episode three, and it kicked off a series Underground Saints, yeah. where we've had a few others on in that, and we'll continue. Our underground saints. So, uh, back to you. Uh, top three. Well, I got to say that was a highlight for me too. Listening to that one, and we learned how to record remote phone calls from England on that episode. Technology was the one.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so I'll go with my first of my top three, uh, going uh, all the way back to episode eleven, when I had the opportunity to oh, yeah. uh, interview Reese Bazant, Doctor Reese Bazant, professor at uh, Ridley College in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, who had done some writing on lament and the and the role of lament and um, uh, the history of the church and so it was just a uh, really an honor to I remember we were uh, that was the first time that
0: I took up that's right um, a, like a travel setup yeah we I and went did up, it solo because I listened to that after the fact
1: that's right and yeah. I didn't know what I was doing and I was like. <laughs> Read. I don't know what I'm doing. Help me out here, but uh, but we got it done, and it was just a, a really good. You know, it was a it was a time where uh, we, as a church, and and me as a pastor, we, where I was really stepping into uh, what does it look like corporately and personally. To uh, you had to lean into lament, to, to mourn or be to sad, mourn, yeah. to grieve, to to really embrace the fact that you know nearly a third of the psalms are psalms of lament, of yeah. disorientation, of um, you know, uh, expressing a sadness, angst, with anguish. hope, yeah, uh,
0: but with honesty, and yeah. so, so that was one of my top three, and a great title too. Leading into lament with Reese Bazant, kind of, kind of flows. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that was your uh, yeah, I think that was you that's my interpretation of <laughs> it <was> at least <laughs> no no I no I think oh, did, I think you came up with oh I did I, I, know, I can't did. remember I honestly can't remember yeah that's a weird right, thing we did yeah we did that um, second of my top three episode 52 girl power um uh, raising daughters, uh, girl power. I was coming off of a trip uh, to uh, Guatemala with an athletes in action soccer team. Shout out, ladies who were on that trip. I was the only dude of about twenty four in our in our party. All women and me. And my daughter was playing on that soccer team. It was kind of a an opportunity to witness in another context and play soccer and kind of build women's sports in Guatemala. It was a wonderful trip. Uh, but when we got back, I was realized that you know the difference of being a father uh, to girls and boys. Now I. I know it's shocking, probably controversial in these times uh, where there's track meets with dudes with with all their junk in display beating girls on the track. So we know gender confusion. We've done podcasts on that. Um, I just realized the uniqueness of being a father of girls. And so I had my uh, now 17 and 19-year-old daughters, Kayla and Kylene, on that episode. And it just was so much fun. Because they actually shared with all of you what they need from a father as, as young women. Um, and that was purely... I just told them I was going to ask them certain questions. But we didn't script them. We just let them talk. And I think uh, uh, our friend Pradeepa, he, he texted me after that one. He goes, I love this podcast. These Your daughters are on here just loving you like crap but giving you crap at the same time. It's like, well, it's the life we live. Yeah. They don't live." get get away with anything and they love me well and so it was an honor to have those young women because man they high game from those girls i always say it's like whatever brothers step into that world better have some high game uh not because i'm examining them because they are and that was that was my second of my top three was girl power episode 52
1: that was a good one and i love any of the ones with your family um i'm gonna go with my second one in my top three is episode 84 Which is a recent one, yeah, yeah, and uh, it's one where we talked about civility and kindness, um, and that that has been somebody uh, tried
0: to give us a hard time about the title that because we're white dudes talking about civility and kindness in our culture, yeah, as if as if as um, if we were talking about gatekeeping uh, protests or something like that, which wasn't what the episode was about at all.
1: I think the person giving us hard time probably didn't listen to the episode. (laughs) My guess, yeah, (laughs) that was my guess too. But but uh, where, where we went into uh. Um, you know, Doctor Jonathan Haidt in and in, Haidt in um, uh, the Coddling of the American Mind, uh, where we we talked about recovering the, um, really the the virtues of civility and kind, kindness, not docility, not, that's right. not a kind of... Um, we even
0: clarified that at the beginning right. of that episode. We're not talking about be docile that's or right. civil means that we don't have strength against injustice. That's right. And
1: that instead what we were talking about is uh, 1 Peter 3.15, that uh, that we would be ready to make a defense of the hope that we have, but that we would do it with gentleness and respect, that we'd be quick to listen, slow to speak. And to be honest, uh, uh, that episode has helped me and been formative to me uh, in, in preparing it with you, but then also just. I
0: go back to it. Yeah, we have to live this, right? And particularly in our moment that we're in today, this idea that God actually, some of the greatest commandments, right? Jesus summarizes the law, love God, uh, love our neighbor. And then Jesus even said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. The behavior that we're seeing, uh, take power, shout people down, humiliate even, others, even the, shred uh, others. That's
1: right. The the uh, speech that our sitting president gave that stirred the crowd up yesterday yeah. Yeah. Which was essentially, um... Uh, it's it's not weakness, but power that's going to that's going to uh, show them and take back our yeah, country. Yeah, is is really not the way of Christ. It's yeah. not the way of kindness. The and, one who
0: stood before the man who would crucify him, uh, and and stood for truth and the kingdom in the midst of power. That's that's the way. Uh, the way up is the way down in the kingdom of God. It's a great inversion to overcome evil with good. And by the way we live, people might be ashamed of how how they're. They're not acting that way. Certainly very valuable, Jesse. Episode 84, uh, Civilian Kindness. All right. My third was, and this is one that's most challenging to me still today. And you took the lead on this one uh, for the most part in episode 64, quitting social media or on digital minimalism. We were kind of handling in this deep work, Cal Newport, uh, his books during that season of the podcast. And you did an experiment for us where you kind of shut down social media for a while. Uh, I put this as one of my top ones because one, I'm convicted by it. Um, I need it. And personally, I'm still, I need to excel still more because I'm probably too embroiled in kind of social media, but I really appreciate that you did. It. And and you told me this morning that you're kind of heading back towards that world, maybe of getting apps off the phone and, and shutting some things down, maybe even further than that. Maybe.
1: Yeah. So for me, uh, same thing. So my the last one to round on my top three, and really I would say um, episode 64 and episode 61 feel like kind of a... Uh, together because they're both really about the uh, the Cal work project, and we were we were talking a lot about sixty-one that. working deep working work, deep putting work. the plan into yeah. action. Yeah, but but quitting social media and digital minimalism in episode sixty-four is uh, one of my top three. Um, it was certainly preparing for that, and and uh, recording that episode was formative for me, and I'm going back. On I, would, I went and re-listened to that episode this morning, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was so nice to not be on social media. I was I was six weeks into uh, an experiment where mainly what I cut out was Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So I still use social media that was uh, within our church community. We use Marco Polo in the Bonhoeffer House. Type right, stuff, yeah, yeah. Group me, Marco Functional Polo. Functional communication. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, I, I am... I'm going back. I'm quitting again. I'm doing it again. And I am considering going all the way here and deleting Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, my accounts, well, not pre- just deleting the apps. Donald Trump's it. no
0: longer on Facebook. It, yeah.
1: <laughs> that, so that's not why I would delete. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, so actually, uh, uh, since that episode, I've watched the social dilemma. Is that the name of the the?
0: I haven't Netflix watched it yet. The documentary has been out Ooh, several months boy. now, about how uh, they're tracking you, manipulating yes, you, yes, messing so, with you. Yeah. So,
1: so I watched that. Um, I've been paying more attention to like like just my own kind of um, oh gosh, temperature, emotional <laughs> and mental temperature. Uh, and and one of the things that we talked about in that episode is how. Um, the shallows right the, yeah. and that's that's between 61 and 64 yeah. the mo- social media and deep work yeah. but the more time i'm in social media the less i'm reading actual like books real book. the less i'm writing actual like quality producing content yeah so i'm quitting man i'm back out
0: uh, I, I i probably should follow you I do need to do better, and so I'm st- I'm still very challenged in that area. I, I I sometimes like I like the new grill I got. I I found on Instagram <laughs> because they know I like barbecue stuff, <laughs> and I'm pretty happy about that. That's pretty pretty in the shallows. Now I I find that I read less, and the reason why look, it's not that we're saying we value paper more than like screens, uh, but there's a reality that a book is a, a is a well thought out planned argument or or idea explained and defended and looked at from angles and it's just a different kind of thinking than you get like in these short form blips of dopamine things that fire us up and move us around so Jesse I'm challenged I picked that because I need to do better and uh, for me I I don't use Facebook very much to be honest quite infrequently I use Twitter quite a lot I read lots of I get lots of good articles I get lots of good research lots of good things for the podcast on there so that's my hang up still, but I need to, I need to get some more discipline and control in my life on that area as well. I'm out, man. <laughs> I'm out. I, I'm, I'm honestly just trying to figure out if in I, or out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm trying to
1: figure out if I'm going to delete my profiles. Jesse. Oh, I'm it, out.
0: In or out on social media. I'm out. You're out.
1: So, so, so. Really, the question for me is whether, and I'll report back. Yeah. Episode 101, I'll give you a report. Yeah. Uh, whether or not I'm going to delete my profile altogether, because what I don't want, what I, what I want to do is I want to go twenty twenty one. No social media, at yeah. least those three big ones. Um, that's a big thing for me, especially cause the Bonhoeffer house is this, we're kind of a baby. We, you know, we're, yeah. we're like a toddler. We're growing, but we're small. Uh, we, it, there are some ways that, that having a social media presence helps their uh, marketing. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't think I would cut off the, the Bonhoeffer house Instagram, which is about all we do right now. Uh, but I, I think I'd hand all that yeah. over to Michael and say, Hey, you live in the social media world. <laughs> so so I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to actually delete my profile altogether so I don't have to worry about having like... 30 Facebook messages when I come back yeah. in and I don't start anyway. twitching
0: because of the notifications we are designed Ooh, designed, to, designed to make you twitch, you know, next, next time, next episode, I believe we are looking at our resistance in this cultural moment still. And I think we're going to be looking at how this social media and the inflammation that happens through these kind of messages and interactions really have to be resisted. So good timing. That's good because
1: uh, I, I, the personal productivity is part of it for me. And even just my own, uh, anxiety and personal well-being, but a lot of it is uh, I, I'm, I'm feeling myself being tugged away from real live people that are, in, that I, that are yeah. real neighbors. I got neighbors with real problems across the street and people in my church that I need to care for, yeah. and, I'm, and I feel myself being tugged to care more about what yeah. people that I
0: don't even know think uh, and, and and anyway, so you know, this may be uh something that we should write on the whiteboard after we finish about another episode because I know during COVID, um, I've thought about a bunch of different people. Hey, we need to have them over. We need to have. We can't have them over, you know, yeah. uh, with COVID. And and our family has been on a especially tight kind of quarantine before and after Casey's uh, surgery. But I I'm longing. I think one of the things the pandemic and COVID nineteen said is that hey, virtual video, all these technologies. Hey, podcast, listening to audio is helpful. Hopeful, have a good microphone. Um, But man, there's nothing. We're made embodied creatures. And so even last night when Kayla was feeling stressed about college and the stuff happening in the Capitol, because she's an older person, she can think about it, but she's still 19. Just sitting behind her and hugging her um, just was so beneficial to both of us. Yeah. And I, I really long to have some folks, the new friends in life, too. Hey, we need to have them over. And right now, it's win, it's winter outside, so it's hard to sit outside and eat on the deck because it's you know wintertime. But maybe an episode about incarnational, in fleshed reality being a good gift from God, we could hit. Let's do it. Let's uh, do it well jesse we've just passed about our 45 ish 47 minute mark that's good good length for us we got praised for not being a 20 minute podcast by a friend this week which is good so hopefully you've persevered to the end and you will be saved and uh <laughs> the gospel underground jesse let's get 100 more let's get 100 more let's put them in the books Gospel Underground podcast produced in partnership with the Bonhoeffer House and Jesse Fury. Review us on iTunes. Five stars are acceptable. We like sentences as well. Drop a little paragraph for us. Comments, feedback, always welcome to our phones and text messages for those who know us, but if not out there, send them to info at gospelunderground.org. We are dialogue taking place in the borderlands between the church and culture. This is our centennial. We'll see you next week or two weeks from now, maybe on a bicentennial someday. One day. Wow. 1776. Keep on, America. Stay faithful. Keep on keeping on. Peace. Peace.